0: get the load I'm hauling. Hard work, I'll uh, hit it harder. Ain't nothing new for a backwoods farmer. Sun up, sun down, backing up traffic all the way to town. Camo hat and a farmer's town.
1: Cause I'm a working man. Welcome to Fast Line Fast Track, presented by Fast Line Media Group, your innovative consumer resource and marketing partner of choice for the
2: evolving agricultural community. Now, here's your host brent adams well welcome to fast line fast track this week we're at the sunbelt ag expo in moultrie georgia we'll have a few early interviews conducted at this show and then we'll wrap up our interviews we did at the recent farm science review show in london ohio finally we'll take you to the legendary ernest tub record shop in nashville tennessee for music from americana artist eric stuckey you won't want to miss a moment of it let's go First up this week on Fastline Fast Track from the Sunbelt Ag Expo in Moultrie, Georgia, we had a chance to catch up just briefly with U.S. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue, who was visiting his home show to be the keynote speaker for the Farmer of the Year luncheon and presentation. We had a chance to ask him about the USMCA agreement, where things stand on that, and also where things stand in our relationship with China. Now, this was done a couple days in advance of President Trump's announcement that the Chinese government had made a commitment to buy between $40 billion and $50 billion worth of U.S. agricultural products. So we had a chance to ask Sonny Purdue about USMCA and China, and here's what he had to say. USMCA, where, where do things stand and what more needs to be done to push that ball down the field? Well, I'm optimistic it can be done if we don't let the political
3: distractions going on in D.C. right now detract us from doing the people's business. I've been in Democratic and Republican districts all across the country, and uh, I think it'll pass if it's put on the floor. That's the Speaker's prerogative, and uh, hopefully those things that she has issues with are being addressed, and I'm, I'm optimistic we'll get it done.
2: What's the latest with China.
3: Uh, Good announcement last Friday. We'll get the I's dotted and T's crossed and have good access virtually doubling the uh, farm purchases.
2: According to an October 18th Reuters report, despite the announced intentions of China to buy U.S. agricultural products, China has continued to make additional purchases of Brazilian soybeans, an indication that price, not policy, is driving Chinese buying decisions. We'll keep an eye on that as well as the USMCA and keep you updated on both situations as they progress. While at Sunbelt, most of the folks we spoke with certainly are keeping an eye on these and other drivers of the farm economy. However, most seemed optimistic about the direction the farm economy is headed. Many equipment manufacturers and dealers we spoke with were pleased with the results both in leads and sales from the Sunbelt Ag Expo. One vendor who stayed busy throughout the show was Rodney Walker, the president of Alabama Gooseneck Sales. We had a chance to catch up with him in between meetings with customers. Back on Fastline Fast Track from the Sunbelt Ag Expo in Moultrie, Georgia. I'm here with Rodney Walker, who's the president of Alabama Gooseneck Sales, which is one of the largest gooseneck trailer uh, sales outfits in the whole United States of America. And Rodney, Welcome into the program. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here this morning. So you you guys uh, are focused on livestock.
3: Yes, sir. We have all types of livestock trailers. We have about 100 or so trailers in stock in our our offices and so forth. We have anything from a 16-foot up to a 53-foot livestock trailer, and we also carry hay trailers. We carry flatbed trailers. If you need it in your livestock on your farm, we've got it for you. And what kind of a radius are you serving? Actually, to be honest with you, we, we send trailers all over the U.S. We've been very blessed. We've sent trailers to California, Oregon. We've sent some to Pennsylvania. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're mainly in the southeast from Texas over uh, uh, Indiana and then back down towards Florida. We mainly cover the southeast, but we'll work with you anywhere in the U.S. and we'll send a trailer there for you.
2: And what are some of the hot sellers these days for you? Of course, a
3: 24-foot cattle trailer, whether it's in aluminum or steel, is always the most popular trailer. We've got those. Everybody these days are wanting the cleated rubber floor. It's a lifetime floor that goes in the trailer. Um, aluminum is a hot thing right now. We've got about six aluminum trailers here, and we'd love for people to come by the show and see us and look, take a look at them. And what are some of the common questions that you get asked when people come through here to show like this? Man, we get all kind of questions, and we get a lot of uh, new engineering ideas that come up, and so we have people from the factory here with us and so forth putting new ideas into perspective, you know, that'll be coming out next year and that type of thing. Um, All all kind of questions. A lot of questions about the cleated rubber floors. People uh, seem to be excited about that. That's a a wave that's moving. It's not not something that's coated wood or anything. It's just a heavy-duty lifetime floor. A lot of people ask us about the aluminum. They're, you know, they're concerned about the weight being lighter, uh, getting better fuel mileage and that type of thing behind their truck, saving gas and saving money these days. The Fast Line uh, group over the past several years, y'all been very good to us and we look forward to a long relationship in the future.
2: We appreciate all your business and uh, go check those guys out. Make sure you check out their website too, gooseneckalabama.com. Again, that's gooseneckalabama.com. We've been uh, talking with Rodney Walker, the president of Alabama Gooseneck Sales. Next up, we had a chance to speak with Zeke Hembry, who's the president of ABI Irrigation out of Villa Rica, Georgia. Uh, welcome to Fast Line Fast Track, Zeke.
4: Thank you very much. Pleasure.
2: So, so, you guys have been in business since 1978, same year Fastline got going. What do you do from year to year to continue to build that reputation
4: and, uh, and raise that visibility? Uh, the main thing for us is uh, service, um, maintaining parts and service and inventory for the customers. Uh, we've been in business, since, like I said, since 1978. Um, been through thick and thin, but we're still here. So tell us a bit about your product lineup. We sell uh, hard hose travelers. Um, our machines are fully galvanized turntable bearing. Uh, What makes us unique is we have a patented turbine drive with a built-in bypass. We use a four speed heavy duty gearbox so uh, we can drive the machine with uh, very little pressure loss through the system. And what are some of the popular applications? Uh, This year it's been grass, predominantly grass, turf grass, hay, Uh, but we've done every crop from row crop and gain to animal waste to palm oil production in costa rica and if folks are considering
2: any kind of irrigation applications what what are some of the the key points that they should be looking at
4: uh one is start with the the dealer or the manufacturer whoever they're dealing with uh there's a lot out there some uh, are better than others um do your due diligence on your equipment make sure that you're getting uh, value for your dollar and uh that's really what sums it up. There's a lot of equipment. They all kind of do the same thing, but what differentiates it, uh, some is on the equipment, mostly it's the people.
2: And, again, uh, service is a big factor here. What, what can they expect when they purchase from ABI?
4: When they purchase from us, we, uh, we go and set up the machine and show them how to use the machine from the start. Um, we don't do a tremendous amount of part sales. If something's going to break, it usually is the first time. Um, but with that, uh, we have uh, a 10,000 square foot warehouse full of parts. If we don't have the part, we can usually source it within a day or two. And uh, we're s- located near an uh, international airport and in the headquarters of UPS, so uh, shipping is, is quick and easy from where we are. Again, they're out of Villa Rica, Georgia. And Zika, folks want to know more about ABI Irrigation? Where can they go to learn more? You can look us up at uh, www.abi-irrigation.com or you can contact us by phone at 770-459-4401. So again, make sure you go check those guys out, ABI Irrigation
2: and Zeke Hembry. We appreciate you taking the time to join us on Fast Line Fast Track. Thank you very much. My pleasure. And finally this week from the sun Belt Ag Expo, we had the chance to catch up with Steve Crouch, the president of Newton Crouch Incorporated, which has operations in Griffin, Georgia, Albany, Georgia, and Sebring, Florida. Uh, Newton Crouch manufactures fertilizer and lime spreaders, spreaders for compost litter sludge applications, liquid sprayers for fertilizer, nitrogen, chemicals, or herbicides, also specialty roadside right-of-way sprayers for weed control and de-icing brine applications. Steve, welcome to Fastline Line Fast Track
5: thanks and we're glad you're here today we're going to be talking about newton crouch and our history we've had a long history we've actually had an ag business serving georgia agriculture since uh, 1901 so for 118 years our location has been there and we've been everything to agriculture and we've finally developed into equipment. We started with liquid, and as fertilizer needs changed, we developed into dry, and you can see kind of our lineage of, of dry equipment here. It started out really small, and as everything's gotten bigger, we started with our, our six tons, and now we're all the way up to eight tons in, in pool-type equipment. You can also see, as, as things have changed, we have developed uh, the market for fertilizer equipment. We've, we're probably the most copied spreader in the country, we developed from twin spinners, when fertilizer went from pulverized into prill type, they had to have a different piece of equipment. So it was a paradigm shift. And we met that by developing piece of equipment and now it's a standard in the industry and everybody's kind of followed our direction. But you can start, you know, if you go down through our, looking at our equipment here today, we've got reversible wheels where we address different uh, wheel centers for different types of crops. We can go over maturing crops with what we call now a high crop which goes into cotton, and uh, now the big thing is, of course, the next revolution in agriculture has been precision ag. And that's what we've done is, we, as, as things change, we helped lead the uh, charge into precision ag in the state of Georgia with uh, T-Jet, mid actually, and then that turned into t and now Raven. The Raven products, we, we've got the uh, new ISO, so all you got to do is hook your tractor up to it, put, plug it into. To the uh, terminal, and you're ready to go spread. As long as you got the right uh, prescription map and so forth. So uh, we, we've got a wide variety here today, all the way up to our truck, which has all the precision applications on it. We can go up to 80 foot swaths and and uh, down to whatever. You know, we, we've got chicken litter equipment. We've developed a lot of uh, specialized equipment for the poultry litter treatments. Uh, we've developed uh, for straight litter and then fertilizer and lime also. On the liquid side, today we're really excited to have a new piece of equipment, which is an air blast sprayer. It's uh, designed for the peaches, apples, uh, all kind of orchards, grapes, and then for the Citrus Florida market. It's, It's kind of a revolutionary type piece of equipment in that it has a turbo steer so that you can actually turn very tight and uh, not worry about tearing up the PTO shaft, which is a common problem in any kind of application uh, equipment in this, in the, where it has a PTO shaft. Of course, we're also featuring all our, our standard units that uh, we have our nurse trailers from 1025, 1635, all the way up to 10, uh, 2010. And then we also have uh, pull type equipment that's uh, all the way down to you know 110 gallons, all the way up to 1,000. We're featuring some of our uh, 500 gallons here today that have uh, different types of booms for doing cotton. Uh, we're excited to have the, some of the John Blue technologies on there. What's called the Visiflows. We've got a new uh, way of operating those that's uh, very interesting, so you, you, can just, you can check them quicker than what you have been in the past, so we're excited about that. But, uh, you know, any kind of need you have and spraying chemicals, fertilizer, dry or liquid, you know, that's what we're here for, to help people. And then on top of all that, we have our parts that we service. Uh, we're the oldest established uh, T-Jet dealer in the country. We also have tanks. with a uh, large seller of uh, all different types of tanks from 10 gallon all the way up to 20,000 gallons. We keep them in our three locations, Sebron, Albany, Georgia, and griffin georgia and that's sebring florida and we're just excited to have y'all here today and appreciate you coming
2: Well, you don't stay around since 1901 by not doing things right, and these guys are definitely doing things the right way. They're the official fertilizer spreader of the Sunbelt Expo, and uh, uh, as they build themselves, the spreader of choice. If you want to check out more about them, make sure you go to newtoncrouch.com. That's newtoncrouch.com. And, Steve Crouch, we appreciate you taking the time to join us today on Fastline Fast Track.
5: Thanks for coming. Appreciate it.
2: On the next episode of Fast Line Fast Track, we'll have more of the interviews I conducted at the Sunbelt Ag Expo in Moultrie, Georgia. So make sure you come back for those. Next up on Fast Line Fast Track, we want to welcome back to the program Terry Burkhardt, who's the marketing manager for All States Ag Parts. And Terry, welcome back to Fast Line Fast Track. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So you guys have a huge footprint already, and have just gotten bigger with an acquisition in Kern County, California, on the Bakersfield area.
0: Yes, we were uh, pretty well centralized in the Midwest, um, and we really couldn't service those people in California very well. Uh, so we uh, we looked for some locations out there, and the Kern County uh, location seemed to be the uh, dominant salvage operation out there for tractors. Um, so so we went out and bought it. Um, we uh, We kept all the existing employees, and uh, they had a good following out there of people and nice inventory. Uh, So we're uh, doing a lot of good things out there. Um, As a company, having a location in California is huge uh, because it gives us that distribution point uh, for the West Coast so we can get uh, parts to just about anybody on the West Coast in two days now, uh, where before it might have been four or five Six days, um, so that's been good. Um, it is interesting. We've we've learned a lot out there because you know, being in the Midwest, we're all about tractors and combines and corn and soybeans. And uh, you know, you go out there and it's it's tree uh, nut farms, uh, orchards, uh, grapes, um, vegetables. Uh, so there's a lot of different equipment that we're we're really starting to get a handle on, Um, you know, right across from our, our yard, uh, there is a, an almond orchard stuff. I'd never seen before until I went out there to visit here a couple of weeks ago.
2: So to give our listeners a scope of what all States ag parts looks like now, how how many locations are you up to?
0: Uh, We have 12 locations. Uh, 10 of those are salvage operations. Uh, One is, is a retail location. Uh, Over-the-counter sales, no salvage yard. And uh, one is a slightly different business model with uh, wholesale uh, sales of tree and pruning equipment. Uh, it's also located in California and uh, services those orchards and so forth with uh, hand tools and and pruners and loppers and um all
2: sorts of harvesting equipment as well. And we want to remind our listeners: if uh, if you're in the market for for used parts, make sure you check out Tractor Parts dot ASAP.com, and they have millions of different parts, new and rebuilt. So go check that out. And now to switch gears on you a bit, Terry, with winter rapidly approaching, a lot of folks are going to be using tractors in various applications through some pretty taxing weather conditions. What are some of the things that they should consider to keep their tractors running at an optimum performance throughout those tough winter months?
0: You know, a lot of it depends on what you're doing with the tractor through the winter. Um, you know, there's everything from your tractor is not going to get used at all and you're going to store it for three or four months to you use it occasionally or you're using it every day. Um, uh, today I want to focus on, um, the, when you are using your tractor, um, if, if you're just using it sparsely throughout the winter, then the battery is probably the most problematic, um, issue, um. There, we recommend that you put a aviation style cutoff switch on your battery, um, and then you can prevent the battery drain by flipping the switch and disconnecting the battery from the rest of the electrical system. The only drawback to that is you got to remember to flip the switch back when you go out to start the tractor. But uh, that should help uh, prevent the drain on the battery for you know for those tractors that you're only using once or twice uh, a month or. or slightly more. Um, the other problem can be with fuel uh, if it fits for for a long period of time between uses, you know, weeks. Unfortunately, the best solution, the easiest solution, I should say, is to uh, start your tractor up every few days and allow it to run. Um, if you're using the tractor weekly, you probably don't have to do this, but uh, just to make sure that fuel stays fresh and clean. Um, now, there are still some things you should do uh, if you're using your tractor every day through the winter. Um, you know, the oil, the biggest problem is, is from the oil, um, you know, it gets thick, it gets stiff, uh, makes, makes it hard for the engine to turn over, um, and, and it takes more cranking power to, uh, to get it started. The easiest solution for this is to use an engine heater. Uh, there's a lot of different kinds. You can get dipstick heaters. You can get uh, magnetic ones that, that attach to the oil pan, um, and, and there's a few other options available. And We have all of those kind of options at all tag ag parks, uh, so we can help you with that. Um, that's the easiest solution. A better solution is to actually swap out the oil um, and put in a, a lighter weight oil that's designed specifically for winter usage. This may not be a solution for older tractors. Uh, A lot of winter oils are detergent oils, and those are not recommended for older engines. Then a second uh, problem faced in the winter for tractors that are getting used all the time is uh, moisture that can get into the engine compartment. Um, It can get through the distributor cap, Um, because of condensation and and other, you know, just more moisture in the air. The best way to solve that problem is just to open up the distributor and check it uh, before you even start your tractor. So those are a couple things you can do if you're using your tractor um, lightly through the winter or if you're using it every day. Um, In closing, the final thing that you can do is just make sure you schedule your maintenance, Um, you know, set yourself reminders, Um, use some common dates, maybe Thanksgiving or Christmas or maybe even uh, Halloween this year, um, to to kind of target some of your uh, winter maintenance um, and just to make sure you get it done. Um, I think we all understand and know how important maintenance is and uh, we're here at All States to to help you with some of that. Uh, We carry a lot of things to assist in that um, and we have a lot of expertise uh to help you take care of those issues
2: well make sure you take care of your tractor so they will continue to take care of you but if you run into any snags make sure you dial up tractor parts com and check out our friends at all states ag parts and terry burkhart we appreciate you taking the time to join us on Fastline fast track and we look forward to chatting with you sometime here down the road
0: yeah i'm looking forward to it as well i hope everybody finds these uh little segments helpful and uh if you have some suggestions, uh, give me a call. I'll, I'd be happy to talk about it.
2: Next up this week on Fastline Fast Track, we're going to welcome in Ben Johnson, the regional digital ag lead for Farmer's Edge. We love talking with those guys. We had them on a few times here. Uh, if you're not familiar, Farmer's Edge is a precision agronomy company that uses data and imagery and composite soil sampling, among other methods, uh, to provide precision farming solutions that, that help growers understand their soil better and understand how to get the most of it. And Ben, uh, welcome into Fast Fastline Fast Track. Yeah, thank you. So one of the things that we wanted to talk about this week, uh, we've kind of watched the weather picture over the last couple weeks here, and uh, uh, last week we saw uh, some big snows come through uh, Colorado and uh, up in the – uh, Pacific Northwest, uh, unseasonably cold and, and and a lot of moisture. Uh, what are some of your expectations for harvest based on your travels across the summer and across uh, what you've seen here over the past couple weeks?
6: Yeah. Um, so with, with Farmer's Edge, we've got a, a partnership with uh, CNHI, so Case and, and New Holland. So I visit a lot of those dealers. And so that's given me an opportunity to travel all across the country, basically uh, all summer. Um, so... It was interesting watching, you know, the crop grow in eventually <laughs> yeah. and and how it grew and progressed. And, uh, I always thought as an agronomist, um, if you see, um, what the field looks like in, in roughly that, uh, June timeframe, you can almost tell the story for the whole year. Mm. And as I was, was traveling across the country, um, in June, I really only saw about four cornfields in all of the United States that I felt looked good. Um, and they were in places like, kentucky and arizona so um that doesn't really sit well with a, with an iowa boy here no so, not at all. <laughs> but uh yeah so we had the you know pretty late getting the crop in the ground so everyone was worried about um are we gonna you know get, get to maturity are we gonna reach black layer in corn um, but then all of a sudden we had this really nice september and uh most of the crop uh seems to have finished but uh You know, all of a sudden we're getting into this cold spell here, cold and wet, and uh, just now the concern is, is this crop going to dry down? You know, are we going to have to let this this crop, you know, wait in the field in order for it to, you know, be able to get in the bin without having to, you know, excessively dry it and add another uh, expense to the the budget here or increase an expense to the budget uh, when margins are already razor thin. Mm -hmm. So that's the
2: concern at this point in time. So uh, where there was a lot of moisture o- over uh, the the summer uh, one of the big issues that, that we've heard from a lot of people is drainage, and and for a lot of folks, they've kind of put it off, kind of kicked it down the road. But uh, now is the time to uh, kind of, kind of look at at how you address some of those issues. What did you learn about drainage over the past year?
6: Uh, I actually learned quite a bit. Uh, one of my Farmers Edge interns was a um, well, his dad owns a a drainage company. You know, they put in tile uh, up in northern Iowa, so. Um, what we did is, um, obviously with all the wet weather, um, I really utilized his skills and he taught me that, um, you know, when you're driving around, uh, just before tassel time, you can actually see some unevenness out in the field. You'll see like some humps out there. And, um, what that is, is, uh, the areas right above tile lines often, especially in corn, you'll see uh, that corn sometimes tassel a day or two before the rest of the field, Mm. And so what he would do, he would go out and he would fly a drone during that critical period of time, and you could see exactly where the tile lines were. And so that's pretty critical. You know, you're like this. You, you really know the value of, of drainage tile. So having an image like that is, is pretty valuable. Um, but he also mentioned that one of his challenges with, the, with doing the drone work is that he's, he's got such a narrow window to operate in. And so if he misses his window, he's, he's done. So Farmers Edge, we uh, provide growers with daily satellite imagery. So uh, we compared his drone photography with some of our uh, daily satellite images, and we could pick up exactly where the tile lines were. It was pretty great. And it wasn't just one field uh, in northern Iowa. Uh, we actually sent him out to Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and we were seeing it all over the place. So it was pretty great to, to be able to validate that. And one of the really great things about our imagery with Farmer's Edge um, Say a guy signs up with with Farmer's Edge today, we can backdate all of the imagery from 2019. So if you say you did have some tile issues, uh, we can still help you out with that.
2: You know, Ben, there's never been a time when farmers have had more detailed agronomic information at their disposal. You know, machine telematics like those offered by Farmer's Edge have become such a vital part of so many farmers' growing operations. How can those tools help during a difficult harvest season?
6: Right. So, you know, with with this... uh, you know, different crops, you know, having to sit out in the field, whether it be uh, because of rainfall or because you're waiting for it to dry down or, you know, whatever, um, it, a lot of things can happen. And so when you're going out there and you're harvesting, you know, maybe you have a difficult harvest and maybe that kind of relates somewhere in the uh, insurance realm. Um, and, and then when you go and you talk to your insurance person and, and you're trying to get uh, get a settlement. Um, you know, sometimes you kind of end up in these situations where it's kind of like a, a he said, she said type of situation. Uh, one interesting thing that we've seen with our machine telematics piece uh, here at Farmer's Edge, uh, our can plug, which can plug kind of an interesting uh, device. It's a, actually a colorblind device that plugs into the can system of newer equipment. Um, so we're, we're picking up machine diagnostic data. So we're able to see uh, fuel usage, uh, speed, location, those sorts of things. And then we're also pulling in harvest information as well. And we've got a, uh, the telematics piece that shoots that up to the cloud, and it's, it's able to be seen in um, our digital platform farm command. And then we also have a Bluetooth connection in there, so we have a, a live in-cab experience as well. So uh, having all of that information, um, being able to see, okay, this is how fast we were going across the field. Uh, We hit this certain area. We started to slow down. Um, That's a pretty good indication of, hey, maybe our our crop was uh, laying over at that point in time. Um, So that particular situation has happened uh, quite a few times across the country, and um, that's been pretty handy for both the grower and for
2: uh, insurance companies to be sure that they're uh, getting an accurate payout. Well, we're always talking about ways to save farmers and ranchers money. So if any of this uh, sounds intriguing to you, make sure you get online to www.farmersedge.ca. Again, that's farmersedge.ca. And check out everything Farmers Edge has to offer in precision agronomy tools. And I'm going to digress a little bit here, Ben. Uh, You were telling me offline that uh, you and your father are in the market for a tractor, and you made your first stop, FastLine.com. That's right. Um so
6: <laughs> my dad and I we only farm 45 acres uh-huh. but uh we farm that with a with a 4520 um but we're moving up in the world we're we're looking for a cab tractor so naturally we're going for the uh the famed forty four forty. And so no better place to look than than fastline.com and uh I I was looking at that with my dad and um uh, he just always made the comment that uh, you know the the machines that are further away are always somehow better.
2: Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> well, the beauty of this day and age, with the with the internet and and shipping being what it is, uh, it really opens up a whole new world. You don't have to uh, rely just on the, uh, the the guy in the next uh, town over, the next county over. Uh, uh, you, you can get stuff pretty quickly.
6: Yeah, yeah, and, and it's good to be able to shop around too because um, you know there's a certain. Uh, uh, love affair with the 4440 amongst a certain uh, generation. I feel, um, including my own. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, and so the pricing somewhat uh, reflects that in a lot of geographies, but not in all geographies. That's a huge advantage.
2: It sounds like maybe the opportunity for a good father-son road trip is what that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crossing my fingers. Man, so we're, we're going to keep up with you on that. I want to see how this one unfolds. But, uh, man, Ben, I uh, appreciate you taking the time to join us here on the show, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely check back uh, w- with you here as we get through harvest and uh, uh, start looking ahead to uh, plant 2020. All right. Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. All right. Again, that's Ben Johnson with Farmer's Edge. And now we want to take you back to Farm Science Review 2019 one last time. It was put on by The Ohio State University and held September 17th through the 19th in London, Ohio, this week we start off talking seed with the folks from Atlanta, Indiana-based Bex, one of the nation's largest seed companies. I'm here with Alex Johnson of Bex, and uh, Alex, welcome to Fast Line Fast Track. Thanks for having us, Brent. And so uh, Bex is a big presence here. I see a lot of people walking around with the yellow bags. A lot of people in your tents snapping up Bex merchandise. You guys have a big presence at the show and a big presence in the state of Ohio. That's right. So Bex Hybrids, we've been
1: a long-standing member of the ag uh, society here at at, uh, in Ohio at the farm science review this show has been a big part of farming in Ohio for many many years you can come here see all the latest equipment all the latest seed technologies and we sponsor the show so we're handing out these bags at the entrance you see a lot of them around just to get our name out there
2: and it's not just three days a year you guys have a nice presence here in London That's right, so if you just drove a little further east
1: on uh, the, the National Road 40 here, our Ohio facility, three buildings where we warehouse seed, but that's not all we do there. We do a lot of agronomic testing there. 85 acres where we're testing different nitrogen rates, new farming practices, Y drops, different seed treatments, things that help farmers raise higher yields, farm more profitably, really doesn't have much to do with our seed. But we do that testing right here in Ohio, just east of
2: the Farm Science Review. And the data that you gather from that, how does that help farmers do their jobs better?
1: So after harvest is done in November, we print a book, we call it the Practical Farm Research Book, PFR book for short. We mail that out to our customers. It's also available online. You can see all the research we did. Some things pay, some things don't. If our testing helps you make better decisions for your farm, how to raise higher yields far more profitable, we make that widely available. And so that's available each year in December. Farmers can check that out as they make decisions for the next year.
2: One of the big things on everybody's mind this year has been weather. It's prevented some people from planting, delayed others from planting. Uh, Now we get ready to get into harvest season. We don't know exactly what's on the horizon, but how much does that factor into what what BEX does?
1: Yeah, and Ohio is a big part of that. We had a lot of prevent plant acres, Corn switched to beans and generally later planting. In July, it dried off in some areas. So uh, it's definitely affected farmers, even beyond Ohio from a seed company perspective, we've upped the number of acres for seed production. So we've had to plant more acres anticipating a lower yield. That way we have the seed supply for corn and soybeans for next year. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's how we've compensated for the year we've had
2: to make sure we can supply those products. And how important is the focus of not just being a uh, seller of seed, but being a partner to uh, your customers?
1: Yeah, so when it comes to seed, it's more than just the variety or the seed you put in the ground. As most farmers know, it's about the technology that comes in that seed. Weed resistance in soybeans is a hot topic right now. Here in Ohio, water hemp, glyphosate resistant giant ragweed, even some Palmer amaranth. And so we're having to look at new technologies to adapt and overcome that weed resistance. Right now, some of those hot technologies are Extend Soybeans, also Freedom Plus Soybeans, which have the LLGT27 trait. You can spray Liberty or Roundup on those. We also have Enlist. So we have those different choices to best fit that to what's best for the farmer. And we're seeing Extend as a big part of that to have Dicamba to kill those weeds early and start clean and then stay clean with Roundup and extend if needed. If people wanna know more about some of the products you offer, where can they go to get that information? Hey, check us out at bexhybrids.com or meet with your local seed advisor or Bex dealer. We wanna help you make those decisions. We have more choices than we've ever had in ag. And so let's put our best foot forward. Some of us will look forward to having this year behind us with the weather we've had. But let's make the best of it this fall and look forward to putting our best foot forward next
2: year. Excellent. Well, Alex, we appreciate you taking the time to join us on Fast Line, Fast Track. And we look forward to catching up with you further on down the road as we get ready for plant season 2020.
1: Brent, thanks for visiting us here at the show, and I wish you a safe
2: harvest this fall. Uh, That's Alex Johnson with Bex. Back at Farm Science Review 2019 in London, Ohio, I'm with Don Frisbee, who's a district manager for Coon Krause. And Don, welcome to Fast Line Fast Track yeah thank you for uh stopping by and talking to me we've got a lot of this uh, beautiful uh shiny polished equipment out here and a lot of what people are looking at these days is uh, t- tillage products what, what do you have here at the show and uh, what's been uh, a hot seller here in the past few months for you guys
7: well, one thing with the farmers this year is tillage has been a challenge. So with our new high-speed disc has shown had a lot of interest in how to cover up ruts and fill holes and process residue. Um, but still a lot of interest in our accelerator, the vertical tool that uh, levels and cuts
2: through wet ground and residue very well. What are some of the things that farmers should be considering when they're looking to purchase some of this equipment? Well, there's key factors
7: right now there's a lot of uh, farmers are dealing with compaction and compaction hurts yields we have a full line of deep tills from our dominator from 24 inch spacing to this 18 inch spacing unit and also we all have a 30 inch spacing inline ripper.
2: How does technology factor into some of these pieces?
7: Well technology is um, when guys start looking at uh, prescription Tillage. We offer the strip-till machine that has uh, capabilities of variable rate fertilizer, um, sectional control, and putting the
2: fertilizer where it's needed. Folks want to know more about these products and really get familiar with them. Where can they go to learn more? Well, we have a
7: number of Kuhn Krauss dealers in Ohio and Michigan and Indiana, and you can locate them on our website, um, Kuhn North America, um, so you could get pick your dealer in your
2: local area. Well, Don, we appreciate you taking the time to join us on Fastline Fast Track. Well, thank you for your time. Back on Fast Line Fast Track from Farm Science Review 2019. I'm here with Pierce Randall, who's the territory manager for Great Plains out of Salina, Kansas. And uh, welcome into the show, Pierce.
8: Yeah, thank you. It's great to be here. We've got beautiful weather for the week of the show. Pretty good
2: turnout and a ton of new products to talk about this week. So you guys are here at Farm Science Review. A couple weeks ago, we saw you at uh, a Farm Progress show in Decatur, Illinois. You guys bring a big spread and you've got a lot of really exciting new products here yeah no we sure do uh, this has been an exciting year for great planes
8: we have a lot of new products um, new to 2020 we have implement command which is a machine control function for our turbo max models we've also done a lot of development on the planner side we have a new PL 5700 which is a 12 and 16 row uh, dedicated 30 inch planner um, we also have last year we launched the PL 5800 and PL 5500 which is our specialty row spacing 40 foot bar, as well as an eight row narrow transport bar. Um, so we've got a lot of different options for different growers, all different shapes and sizes, and we're excited to bring them to the market. Uh, and As I go to a lot of these shows, one of the big uh, buzzwords this year is hemp, and uh, we're standing right in front of uh, some
2: new hemp seed discs that you. Have.
8: Yes, sir. Yeah, the hemp market's been fun to watch. Um, I've worked with quite a few growers across my territory. Um, it's an exciting area to, to really work with. Uh, like you said, it's a buzzword, and, and guys are excited to try to diversify and and try to mix things up and right now it, it seems like it's going to be a pretty legitimate crop things are looking good in the field so we've got new meter plates for our uh, 5,000 series meter uh, we've got a high rate and a low rate plant uh, meter so the low rates for that uh, kind of two to five thousand plants per acre uh, and then the high rates more of that twenty thirty thousand plus so based on if you're going for CBD lower rate population or if you want to go for the fiber side and, and pop those populations up we've got options for both of those. Excellent. What else is hot right now? You know, the tillage market has really been uh, one to watch. We've had a couple difficult seasons, uh, as wet as this spring was, and even last fall we had plenty of challenges. So there's a lot of compaction out there, a lot of talk about what we can do to manage that residue and try to fill in those ruts from harvest and and even planting and uh, nutrient application. Uh, The soil science is going to be one to keep an eye on. So we've got a a max chisel and a turbo chisel here for the, the deep fall tillage route, and then we also have turbo max and a new velocity disc um, to kind of follow up in the spring and and get your seed bed ready to roll. So tillage is pretty hot right now. There's a lot of challenges out there. So if folks want to know more about the products offered by
2: Great Plains, where can they go to check them out?
8: Yeah. So we always recommend reach out to your local Great Plains dealer. Greatplainsag.com is going to have all the information for our products as well as a dealer locator feature. So get on in there and you throw your zip code in, it'll tell you where your closest dealer is and they're going to be the local expert on what products we have that, that fit your soils and conditions greatplainsag.com and uh pierce we appreciate you taking the time to join us on fast sign fast track yeah thank you it's good to be here and and thank you guys for coming out and talking with us
2: and now we want to take you to the legendary Ernest dub record shop 417 broadway in downtown nashville tennessee for the sounds of eric stuckey an americana singer and songwriter he's got some great uh, music to usher in the fall here and make you want to hold on to summer a little bit so check this out Eric, welcome in. Well, thank you. And you, you're from Montrose, Colorado. You moved to Nashville in February 2017. Why? That's right. Nashville, and not LA or New York. Uh, I,
9: I've always uh, been a more of a songwriter, and, and Nashville's the place to be for songwriting, mm-hmm. for sure. So I wanted to come here because uh, that's just a pu- huge
2: part of uh, what I do, and what I want to you know keep doing, and get Tell better me at. What that looked like when uh, when you moved to Nashville. What, what's the process like when you? Uh, go out and start looking for. Uh, 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 do you do co-writes? I mean, mm-hmm. you start looking for those and uh, and just knocking on doors. What what's that look like? Uh, I didn't co-write too much
9: before I moved here, but once I moved here, I, I definitely uh, started doing it right away. And I think the first co-write outside of, outside of people I already knew, I think I got that at uh, an NSAI meeting. Mm-hmm. And uh, so just going to, to mixers, you know, different things like that and, and meeting people. And most people are pretty um, pretty open to co-writing, you know. In, I mean, unless they've, you know, had huge hits and they're, they're writing with hit writers all the time. It, when you're trying to get your foot in the door, uh, most people, you know, they want to write with you just as much as you want to write with them. So just asking is all you have to do.
2: Mm-hmm. So... Coming into Nashville, did it meet all your preconceptions? Did you? Uh, did, has it been what you thought it was going to be?
9: Yeah, it has. It's been. It's been um, really a great move. For me, and uh, great experience, and a lot of fun. I I love music, um, and always have. And so, it's it just being around the depth of talent is ins- inspiring, frustrating sometimes, but uh, but really inspiring, and. Um, and it's it's a lot of fun to be able to go out to a show. I mean, you know, and hear Vince Gill at Third and Lindsley in a little hundred fifty person room or whatever yeah. that is. Maybe it's a little more, but but very intimate settings, and um, and get to be that close to to such great artists. Uh-huh. You mentioned frustration. Where, where where does that frustration come from? Oh, jealousy. <laughs> 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 no, it's it's uh, it it's mostly. Uh, it's mostly inspiring, but any you know, anytime you hear somebody that you're like, dang, I, I wish I would have written that song or whatever, you know, and then but then that turns into okay, I better go work on this.
2: Sure, sure. <laughs> you're preparing to release a new album, Good Vibrations, which uh, it really is a feel good uh, from from what we've heard. Kind of sense some of the uh, musical influences that, that you've noted. Uh, tell us a little bit about who you like to listen to, who
9: you draw from. Yeah, the a lot of the people I grew up listening to were james taylor paul simon awesome songwriters like that lyle lovett came into my life probably about um 12 or 13 years old and i still go through his albums and listen to them you know all of them on a long plane ride or whatever and i just never get bored um other uh, More pop artists Have also influenced me John Mayer uh, Is definitely um, uh, You know A guy I really respect For his songwriting And his guitar playing his Musicianship
2: With the new album Coming out I imagine uh, You're going to uh, to Take that to the road
9: It's um, It's going to be A lot of road time And playing out As much as possible
2: Sure Anybody who wants To keep up with Eric And his tour plans Make sure you check out EricStucky.com. That's E-R-I-K-S-T ck Also check him out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube Go check out the music he's done He's done some incredible stuff and uh, definitely worth a listen to and uh, Eric we uh, sure appreciate you coming on here and we'll let you you get set up uh, here at the legendary stage at uh, Ernest Tubb Record Shop and uh, we'll hear some of that music
9: This is a a tune coming out on my upcoming album, it's called Living Life in life stop raining
2: those were the sounds of eric stuckey make sure you check him out at ericstuckey.com that's e-r-i-k-s-t-u-c-k-y.com we're making our way through harvest season and looking ahead to plant 2020 if you're in the market for farm equipment make sure you make your first stop fastline.com check out the equipment locator and the price comparison tool with the new iron average powered by iron solutions don't forget to subscribe to the Fast Line Fast Track Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Stitcher, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, and follow Fast Line Fast Track on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. Also, add our Spotify playlist to your music library for music from past, current, and upcoming guests. Next week we'll have coverage of the Sunbelt Ag Expo from Moultrie, Georgia. Make sure you come back and join us and bring along a friend. In- Listening to Fastline Fast Track, presented by Fastline Media Group. To learn more about Fastline's customer focused marketing solutions,
1: visit fastlinemediagroup.com and check out our brand websites fastline.com, bigag.com, and pinktractor.com. If you have topic suggestions for future podcasts, drop us a line at brent.adams at fastline.com.
0: Okay.